Congratulations to the Caller Daddy Busted. 10,000 listeners to this day. 10,000 right now. What do you say, Ryan? <laughs> Ryan just quit the Caller Daddy podcast to 10,000 listeners. He said if it got worse and it deteriorated, that we would have to walk away. He's doing it quicker than me. I'm sorry, guys. Don't talk about gay people. Sorry, guys. Bro, you're a loser. I agree with every statement that he You don't have to be so mean about it. You're quitting. That's all. You think you're that much better? Honestly, yes. What have you done of importance? Yeah, keep keep rapping and rocking. I don't do any of that. But, uh, we like to say this message is, is sponsored by Geeks. We like the Geeks who are going to be kind to each other. Kindness is a virtue. And the Geeks can do it. I've seen Geeks be kind. Special note, we have seen the girls do an actual 180 degree turn in episode 44 of Call Her Daddy. We think it's entirely because of what we're doing. They are now less annoying, more introspective, kind, and even honest. All the content that we're discussing from now on will be in reference to Call Her Daddy episode 43 and earlier, until further notice. Thank you, girls. Dude, I can't get girls. I show up on the date and then they see me after five seconds. I walk in the door and they leave. The most they lasted was an hour. They see me almost right away and they want to walk away from me before I even open my mouth. What is going on? Why are they doing this to me? Like how you started off that fucking podcast. Like how you started off this podcast. We're still gonna leave in a few minutes. Why are they rejecting me flat out after I see? weird. They do embarrassing gay shit like what you just did on the podcast. It's even before I open my mouth. I'm saying they look at me and because they could tell that that's what you're about. No one's that much of a introspective thinker. No one has that much awareness for someone so right as they you. see them. It's almost as if they give me one look in the eyes and then they're basically they figuring out how they'll get out the door as quickly as possible. I don't know if it's like this for most guys. From what I read on 4chan and Reddit, it seems like this could be a common theme for like some amount of guys. I would say maybe like 5%, 5 to 20 I can't believe that one they've made up their minds so quickly that I'm unfit to be a part of their life in any way but that they'll also allow me to buy them a meal and maybe a drink before yeah, they do no, so take free food it wouldn't take free food <laughs> but don't they know that they're just using the person for whatever they're paying for okay yeah, I guess money isn't a real problem for anyone. 
That's a problem for a lot of people. Doesn't mean that people want to take advantage of other people. To make sure that they have food for the night. To make sure that the baby has food for the night. And the mom eats leftovers. I know exactly what you're talking about. But there's a guy with my situation where they just look at me and then they turn around and call quits before they even enter the place. Is there any help for someone who has an issue this pronounced? Are you serious? It's exactly what my mother said, that I'd be a forever loser. can't believe it. So what does someone do if they have to be permanently celibate and they just can't get it? I was able to get that one girl who snapped me that I sent you the Snapchat of. She actually wanted to uh, eat my balls. She's so bad. <laughs> she was like trying, she didn't even want to do the first date. She was out there like trying to come over. But then after those Snapchats, I had to decide that I couldn't even follow through with it, even being a non-pussy-getting mofo, such as myself. I don't think for someone who is this misfortunate with getting girls. I know you're getting them left and right, and you have your phone blowing up right now. I don't know if it's the podcast or... Right, that the new job switch that you got, but it just seems like you've been crushing as far as girls in New York. Now I'm going to have to do all virgin things. And I'm going to have to find ways to spend my time that don't involve copping a nut off. Cruel world. What you're talking about? What are you talking about? Um. Right. So, I've been on seven dates, and it's so weird that uh, the girls—they're going out five nights a week, and they're having the opposite problem that they think they can get almost too much of that nightlife and that experience. I'm not getting it enough. And they said that when they shadowed someone who was doing the club life, doing the bottle service and working for, uh, I don't know, One Oak or Pacha, they said that being a model, like all your favorite Insta celebs, it's not actually as great as you would think it is. They said it leads to you wanting to die even more. <laughs> they said that it was a wake-up call when they went to the club and they spoke to the bottle girl and she said, I hate it right now. This is my fifth night out this week. I can't wait to go home and get out of here. So they're on the reversing. They're having literally the complete opposite of what I've been so tormented and not able to find. People to go out with and be in a club. These girls have it too much, and on that end, it makes them miserable. And she, this girl said, I am drinking water right now. <laughs> they don't even want to be partying, and they're getting paid to do it. 
I thought people said if you get paid to party, that's the dream job. Are things intrinsically actually not as valuable as they appear because you just have fear of missing out on what you can't have? Ryan fell asleep, guys. He got depressed and fell asleep. It happens like every other day. Why don't you find me interesting? So, Milano was supposed to give a scientific diagnosis. And then he was going to tell us how to make the world better with science. But, uh... You can't really invent the next Einstein theorem if you're asleep half your life. Okay. So, I listened to the Call Her Daddy Girls on Brendan Schwab and Logan Paul show. What? By who? I'm continuing. I don't know what you're saying. So... I feel... By who? On the phone? Yeah. I'm not on the phone. You didn't have the phone. There's no phone call. Oh, there's no one on the phone. You're good. I had... No. So, I've been watching them on these two shows, and... I had a dream that I was sitting next to Alex and Sophia recording a podcast. We were in, It looked like we were in this college lounge. It was the weirdest thing. And I was actually surprisingly more close with Sophia than with Alex. It was the strangest thing. I thought I would hit it off more with Alex because she's more my type. That was kind of surprising. But... Neither of them were especially thrilled to be recording with Ryan or I in the dream. Um, they just weren't totally feeling it, but they kind of had to be there because we were famous podcasters in my dream. Yes, I know it's delusional to have a dream about famous people, but you can't control your dreams. And I heard that people have thousands of dreams in the night, so that was just the one I happened to remember because I make a podcast of this stupid crap a couple times every few weeks. With Ryan here, who just quit. So, Sophia said in the dream that it was a smart idea uh, to use their name, <laughs> but that she hopes that we have more material because what we've been doing so far wasn't that great. <laughs> in my dream, she said, I didn't have material and we, we would need to get better or we wouldn't be able to make it as podcasters. So I told her, don't worry, we're TV show writers. We have 80 episodes written so far of a show that we're going to sell to Netflix. Yes, people, this is our first time formally announcing it, but we're also TV cast piloters. We tell true memoirs about our college and high school debaucherous events where we detail a life of parties, popularity, drugs, fame, backstabbing, business world, the, the criminal life, and death and humiliation. It's going to be a really fascinating piece that Ryan and I have spent a lot of time on. So even though he's going to be leaving this show, 
We're going to be full-time on that. So if you do miss Ryan, you'll be able to catch him on one of the major streaming providers in the coming years. That's just some stuff we have underway from the Drew Crew Entertainment Group. Just wanted to fill you guys in on there. So when I told Sophia about our TV show in my dream, she seemed mildly impressed. But again, guys, it's just a dream. Unfortunately. We can only dream. Um, Logan Paul's co-host said that he was what? What? Francis Colors? Who's Francis Colors? France, blue, white, and red. What do you mean? You have to write down what you're saying because I can't hear it okay. coming out of your mouth. Is there a current modern day flag? The exact flag that they used at this time that you're talking about. Modern day flag. Regarding what? From France. Yeah, the, Fr the French flag, it's... it's the same. Yeah. And back here. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, you're talking about... You're making a history podcast. <laughs> oh. Okay. I got really excited for a second. Sorry, guys, we're not a history podcast. So, Logan Paul's co-host, he's some guy from Connecticut... I think his name is Mike, Michael. Uh, he said that he's never been on a bad date, a bad first date before. <laughs> and then the girls gave him a look, like, uh, it was just so ironic. He said, girls, I have a question. I don't know where he was coming from. He said, is this right or wrong that I've never been on a bad date before? <laughs> I only would understand what he's talking about in the most superficial of senses, that a first date by nature is going to be more talkative and it could be, you know, surprising and cute and you just, you feel good. You're trying hard. I don't think that's always the case. And if he thinks every best date, date he's ever been on has not been bad, first date, then... I beg to differ with the women that have been on those dates would say behind his back because on first dates people kind of just act really bubbly and they go, go home and say, nope, never doing that again. I hate that person. <laughs> that was just funny. The, the Call Her Daddy girls knew exactly what I'm talking about. So two hours into the end of Logan's podcast, he asked the girls to talk about anything, anything at all besides sex, actually. They spent the first hour and 50 minutes just talking about sex. And he says, girls, I want to appeal to a wider audience. Is there anything that you can tell me about yourselves, about what you're like, not having to do with sex? Because they were talking basically softcore porn orally for the entire podcast which is pretty cool. 
that's like a human feat of wildness. I've never seen someone do that before. It's just you don't want to hear that the entire time if you're trying to get to know someone at least a level deeper than the superficiality of intercourse. You know, it's the oldest and longest tradition that we have socially or even anything. Animals reproduce. It's not so interesting, but they don't want to talk about society or their opinion on a current event or hot topic or even what their dreams are or ambitions. They talked about one primal thing from sex, trying to complete Logan's request and pivot away from sex. They end up talking about food, but it was actually kind of funny. Alex says, yeah, we could totally talk about something other than sex. She says, so we were on a plane and we fought with the flight attendant because she wanted us, get this, to throw out our fish sandwich because it smelled like pussy. <laughs> so Paul says, <laughs> it was a bit ironic that he asked them to talk about anything besides sex. And they said something smelled like pussy 15 seconds into something about themselves that wasn't sex. So, <laughs> the, the irony did not escape the interviewers. These girls, they're not just addicted to the idea of sex. It controls their very thinking. Please, people, do not let sex-obsessed millennials decide the policy for how should we should be treating others. We started this podcast to get people to treat each other with more respect and not have an entertainment source be bragging about cheating or finding ways to catch a fuckboy, etc. The girls brag about in the interviews, which I couldn't believe, that they serve the podcast to give unhealthy advice to get what you want. They say manipulate other people so that you're getting a more selfish portion of good stuff, whatever you're trying to derive from someone, whether it be control, power, sex, money, relationship, everything in between, gifts. It doesn't matter if you're manipulating someone and you're going against what I stand for. So anyone who left us a bad review, I hereby condone that they are against manipulation of another person or partner. That's what you stand for, and you're all horrible people for that. You may be great people in every other regard. For that, horrible. And if Ryan was awake, he would agree. No, I think he would. Okay, now you're seeing my point. Yeah. Took you 20 minutes to wake up. What do you think about... We're pivoting away, guys. What do you think about the U.S. shooting down the, the Iranian drone... And then Iran denied it. <laughs> that doesn't sound like we're about to go to war. <laughs> Talk louder, please. I mean, it's not like it'll be something that affects us. It'll just be more drawn to that area. In fact, like, maybe... Imagine he says we're going to war in that area and there's still less drones and Obama sent in and he ends up fixing everything. I almost believe I mean, that Trump is going to do everything Obama... 
better than Obama did. Because Obama did all these things regardless. Foreign-wise. I'm saying foreign-wise. Foreign-wise? He did all, he did all these foreign things all regardless. Foreign yeah. yeah. And on the uh, international stage that they weren't the most lenient or error-free. They were very aggressive in many ways. He's what you would consider a hawk militarily. And Trump is actually a more peaceful international policymaker. You can just see with him trying to garner support and broker peace in North Korea. This man is looking for anti-conflict. And if you say otherwise, then you need to get your eyes checked. Sorry to liberals. We support you in your fight. But you really need to get the facts straight. Please. Yeah. I thought it was weird how the U.S. said that they... Trump claimed in the tweet they shot down the Iranian drone saying that it was a danger flying too close to the USS naval uh, structure. And then they said it as a safety precaution. Trump bragged about it. But the Iran leader said that the U.S. needs to get their facts straight and maybe they shot down the U.S.'s own drone by mistake. He's mocking them. He lost... A multi-million dollar piece of... I heard drones could be as much as half a billion dollars. They shot down a multi-million dollar piece of equipment. And the most the leader can say is the U.S. should check... He lost his own thing. Then telling them to get their own facts straight before they think that... They, they must have gotten confused. They shot it down themselves. Bro, this is games. If a second grader did that to his classmate over stealing their toys, you would think that those kids are comedians. These people have nuclear weapons. And this is what they're joking about. That's scary. As you can see, people, there are bigger issues at play. So when you go to leave a comment about how stupid, stoned, or unfair our podcast may sound, or just completely all over the place... And scatterbrained. I'd like you the question. At least we know about some current events and facts, which we're trying to put out there. So I suggest you do your own studies before you're about to criticize what we got going. Say that again. Yes. Yes, I know. You have to do. You have to do enriched uranium. That you have to fire. You, you have to fire carbon particles oh, in, into a vacuum. Enrich? What does it mean? It means activate it. Firing the carbon particles into the enriched uranium. Enriched and what does it do? You're going to get a big it bang. Has, no, it has extra neutrons. This is uranium 239. Okay, so Mr. Chemist, yes. Uranium 235. Yes, I don't know the specific coordination on the periodic table. I'm glad you, you saw one more video, YouTube video than I did. Me saying that enriched means active is a shorthand functional definition while you're getting... No, I don't even hear the words coming out of your mouth. Be a better order. Then say why it's important if you're going to be speaking on serious subjects. That I can go from uranium into... Um, what does it become before plutonium? 
There's something in the middle. With the, um, Kryptonium? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, for that to happen, one of the neutral. So, normal uranium is held together by 235. Yeah. For it to go from uranium 91 to 39 to kryptonium 92 to 39, that means that one of the neutrons has to break down through beta decay once to turn one of those neutrons into a proton, turning it into kryptonium. Kryptonium? 92 to 39 is. That's the only way that it could happen because if it's uranium 235, it can't. Have a beta decay because it needs all those neutrons to be kept together. So it has to be kept at 239. And then by going to 239 plutonium, the neutron can go through one more beta decay, becoming plutonium 93 239. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. You did have a good start. Don't worry. You'll learn, bro. Goddamn man of science. I feel alive. We're goddamn podcasters, and we have a little bit of random knowledge and some functional knowledge that we're going to be giving to our people, and we're going to spit it out there whether we like it or not. For those who say cancel, please, oh God, won't you cancel? Don't worry, we're goddamn alchemists. We'll turn crap into gold, motherfuckers. Yeah, buddy. Why don't you check what you have on your TV? And then we'll have a conversation about cancel. We're almost as good as Rick and Morty. Almost. That's a stretch for now, but can never we'll hurt to dream. We'll always be almost as good as Rick and Morty, no matter how good we get. It'll never be as good as Rick and Morty. Subject pivot. The Deutsche Bank found out can't pay its loans. Oh, All yeah, the investors. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I told you about this two weeks ago. Are being noticed. It's. It's a high-risk stock and is firing 18,000 people by 2020. That's around the corner. Is it 2019? That's in five months. A lot of economists say it's very similar to the Goldman Sachs situation where it's right at the point it's about to lose everything. How do we stop this? Do we want to stop it? Do we want them to fail? And, and, go, and, and go to dust so they I've have to learn the hard way. I don't think a, a mindless bailout is a way to change behavior. Because Clearly, we work like that. We try that already. Every time. Every time we try it. Why do we keep making the same mistakes? Because when will we learn? I think People are time, creatures of nature and habit. No, we are not smart. Time, we were able to survive off of credit. Mm-hmm. Yep. There is so much credit in this country. It catches up to you. It all caught up. It all will catch up. Because the older generations are the ones who have created the situation. And then the younger generation has created, has added on to the situation. Listen, we look at their parents who have been in debt their whole lives and been like, oh, okay, debt isn't that scary. Listen, look at their parents who have three kids. That's three kids. $720,000 into a bank account on loans that daddy said he would pay off with his fucking job. And the next thing you know, daddy's working until 70 to pay off the loans 
If the kids can't get a new job, it's just AI is taking over everything. You know about AI? AI is going to be the next cultural revolution. It's going to be the biggest thing that's ever happened. It's going to yes. take away 90% of the jobs. AI, at I its, at its really nearly scary. perfected form, will be the next evolutionary protocol as far as what, what the mammals turned into humans, humans turned to AI. Scary. Biological symbiosis. You want to be in an AI? No. I want to die before that happens. I saw something disgusting. Topic pivot. The BBC reported a woman's struggle in Afghanistan. You'll never believe this one. She goes in for a job at the these books, municipal right? ministry. Well, and she tries... Really good books. Hold on. No, the the Kite Runner. Yeah, and the one before that too, I remember. Catching Fire. No, it wasn't Catching Fire. You're thinking no, you're the Hunger Games, the sir. No. I know. I'm kidding. She goes, she goes in for a job to the municipal minister. He says, I'll give you what you want. Have sex with me first. Then she, she refused. And then he says, you'll never work in this town until you do this. She runs out. The thing and the issue, it can't be reported. The people that she would report it to are on his side. Their biblical scriptures indicate that she is wrong for not wanting to give into that behavior. The liberals think that they're so free of thought and free of speech. Yes, it's true. These women are conditioned when they are young to look at these garbas and burkas and think that actually it's of high fashion and they can't wait to be old and wear those. But when you try and get a government job and you can't go to a prosecutor or a government agent or officer because they will ask you for worse than what the man who tried to hire you tried to do to you. It's only about sex. It's all this, these games of rape and torture. It's a game to the men. It's real life and it's a reality to the women. Have you complained to a judge? They ask you for sex. Fuck you. Pay me. I'm not saying here. That's another part of the world, and that's why we do this podcast. I don't want these spoiled American listeners. I want Afghan listeners to hear us and know that is not the only way. You don't need to be in a place. Yeah, where reporting sexual abuse to the government get, gets you at risk of more Fuck sexual that. abuse. Create a capitalist good society with a sex age limit of 18. You need to want it first. Yeah. They look up to these men who don't change. want it. Like Obama. Change. That's actually the most extreme end of the call her daddy where these women, they sexualize themselves to such a point that they give up their autonomy and that they actually... Women say sexualizing is enlightenment and freedom. If that is the case, then I'm for it. Whenever sexualization turns into losing your power and you're a slave to the man and everything that he desires, that's when you call it stops. 
we don't live in that society and no one should have to. Cool, Ryan. I thought it was interesting seeing the conservative media summit at D.C. this past week where um, DJT Sr., he invited all of the conservative Steve Bannon type um, media members to come to the White House. And it's weird because I was always raised a liberal myself, but what he was doing was almost a liberal of the media because if the only media right now is liberal then the people that go against them are just looking for free speech so you're having these conser conservative or provocateur type media cartoonists journalists and personalities even actors they're trying to say their point of view and just because it goes away from a rhetoric or a political designation that they're looked at as cancelable or not worthy of free speech so that in order to grant them a platform even going to the White House as bad as it looks to be with Donald Trump you're still with the president and I think that's the ultimate form of speech that the communities weren't giving them on social media they have to be resorted to those crevices like 4chan and I funny but it hurts me because I'm a fan of the mid renaissance century poet and writer of Voltaire his famous of all quote I don't agree with a word that you say and I will defend your right to say it till the death so that's what we think I really couldn't give a shit about what these Pepe the Frog, borderline Nazi, white supremacist, Trump-loving, red state conservatives, what they have to say, I couldn't care less. Most of it is horseshit. And they, be, they belong to a group too. Yes, that is the some hateful groups. But for them to be deplatformed, that's not okay. Then there's where we draw the line. Joe Rogan said that Antifa, the anti-fascist group, was wrong for trying to stop the protest of Nazis, these Nazis on the street giving protests. While I'll allow a cartoonist to draw a, his, whatever that word is, ironical, satirical artwork, they can do what they want. But the moment that you support the Nazi policy, you are an enemy of this state. That's where I go from liberal to conservative to now federalist, where anything against us or what we've fought for in the past has to be met in kind. And Antifa is actually doing it because our laws don't allow us to put someone in jail for being a Nazi. So I think Antifa is showing them that it's not okay to hate Jews. It's not okay to hate black people. But if you want to talk about how foolish people are, take to the streets and the media. Do what you say what you have to say, but do not promote Nazism or a Ku Klux Klan. We don't support terrorist groups. And Nazis brought terror once, and I'll be damned if they don't try to do it again.
That's why it's important what you say, not just how or where you say it. Sorry for the tangent. Nah, bro. Government's evil. Sorry I killed your dad. Thank you. I reject the notion of being a man. What? And no, that doesn't mean I'm transgender. Although I support those groups till the end. You have to act like a man to get women. I think that's a stupid and outdated, dumb jock comparison. And probably a dumb hot jock has less to offer the world than the crackhead on the corner of your street. <laughs> the jock. What is he going to create or bring new to the world? Well, at least that guy in the street, if he's dancing or making things uh, switched up, at least he's entertaining people. And he makes someone feel less shitty for 20 seconds of their day. And... He's bringing happiness to the world while the jock can marry young, marry beautiful, end up getting a job as a truck driver, cheat on his wife, maybe with a prostitute. Yes, yeah, I'm generalizationing. What I'm saying is looks aren't everything. And just because you won a few soccer games when you were in high school and then you kept up that image of being that very manly image it doesn't mean that you're more valuable to society than someone who can't embody all of those traits that women genetically seem to be very attracted to. Why can't I create beautiful comedy or paint a beautiful painting? It's my contribution to the world. Why do women need the exterior so vitally for attraction? I thought they're the ones that think things over. Can't they think that he might actually have something more to offer than the huge dick or this uh, dominating forward, um, you know, masculine way, aggressive type? I mean, those are the types of men that women ideally want. Our society should change that. We should value the geeks, because God knows they're hot as fuck when you open their bank account. Did you see the video on the internet where those hood kids in uh, Philly robbed the Dwayne Reed? Huh? Yeah, didn't they go make uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi out of the parts of it? So that way you could train uh, Ben Skywalker? Huh. No, I said these Philly kids robbed the Dwayne Reed. Oh. They looted the Dwayne Reed, and for what? <laughs> oh, let me show you the video. Philadelphia kids, it's really crazy. I'll show you that right. Now. Listeners, we're going on YouTube for a home audience, and we're typing in Philly. Philly kids rob Dwayne Reed. Bear with us, guys. We tried to make some of these less relevant things.
Caught on tape, a bungling shoplifting suspect and his accomplice. No, Fox that's 2's not Rocky it. Madden is live in all. That was just one guy. Philly Luthers Rob. Philly Luthers Rob Dwayne Reed. Oh my God. Look. One, two, three, four, five. Let's count how many. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. 19, oh, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 35, 40. Are you seeing this, dude? Yeah. 50, 52. Oh, my God. Bruh. I just counted 52 people running into Dwayne. I'm not going to say what they look like or anything descriptive. Y'all could see for yourself. And not to say that it couldn't be anyone, but it's really these poverty-stricken areas I mean, from what I hear from Meek Mill's albums, Philly ain't no joke. This is really troubling, actually. Uh, Ryan, did you have a current event topic to bring up today? Uh, um, yo, look at this. What's your name? I just told you, Philly people robbing the end. Oh. That's crazy. <laughs> I would have talked about the Hong Kong protests again. No, that's boring, yo. No one cares about Hong Kong. It's like a racist thing. What? I'm not a racist. Pe what are you talking about? People don't care that much about, like, cultures of those, like, obscure places. It's like an American thing. Unless it's, like, somewhere glamorous, like France, Italy, Greece, somewhere you want a vacation to. I know people go to Hong Kong, not to mention I heard that place was covered in smog and pollution. That's irregardless. No one wants to go there. Any other current event topics, or were you just listening to a lot of history podcasts, like The Loser? Sweet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll say it then. Guys... We're all going to be rushing Area 51 on September 20th. There's about millions of followers on the Facebook group now. I was invited by uh, this dude. I think we all got invited. Bro. Emilio Medina. Wait, really? My a guy in my Yang Yang. Yeah, I'm in the Yang Yang. And uh, this is another person who is of the gay descent who wishes to have. Why do you bro. say that someone I know is gay? I said my friend in the Yang Gang, you said this is another gay person. Why would you say that? Emilio Tenor, right? No. No, no, not Emilio. Yeah, no. No. No, Emilio Medina of the Yang Gang. Oh, no. Yeah. So, in Area 51, I think it's pretty crazy that all these people are trying to rush it that it, it caught on the dude who originally made it as a Yo, joke bro, I what? saw memes of the military having to go over like oh the serious, instructions when, yeah, for, for what to do run. yeah for the Naruto bro I couldn't believe it because I think you're such a fucking herb for watching Naruto and then I so see this, this is pop culture that everyone knows yeah, just culture. like I went to that client for my accounting over the week and everyone they were making a Rick and Morty product and I said, oh, my best friend likes Rick and Morty. But deep down, I was like, I don't watch the Herbie show. And my boss is like, what is this kid doing? Bringing up 
this thing. And then they're like, I love it. Every person, females, males, between the ages of 18 to 50, they watched Rick and Morty, which I thought was the weirdest thing. It's an amazing show. I, I don't know if, I, if our coolest fuck okay. listeners have seen Rick and Morty, so oh, now I doubt it. I think they're a little too cool for that. But it's the coolest show on television. Is it now? Yeah. I thought Vanderpump Rules was I the coolest show. What? Not kidding. No, no one I'm watches not. that show. Okay, for our subscribers, um, the, thir- the, thir- the third, the third, the third, the third most relevant show. We have some subscribers. It, I don't get numbers. Yeah. It goes to Anchor, but the the third most recommended show based on subscribers from ours is. The Vanderpump Rules star the mass Stasi's shooting in Las Vegas unfolded podcast. on a scale that has confounded the pop. So Hers is the third most popular. So it's not us. Bro, you sound so stupid right now. So, <laughs> the Area 51 raid is happening between 3 to 6 a.m., guys. Pacific destination time. Are you going to go over? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. I'm going. Me and Amelia yeah. are talking about it. We're, talk- we're getting out of town. If he is gay, like you said, he wants to jerk me off. It's a different problem. Amelia. No! Stop saying people's names. Medina, the Yang Gang dude. So, I'll be there. Um, I The government did say they're going to shoot down people who go. They're, uh, yeah. Though, Air Force you real good. Don't you worry about that. Yeah. They put it on safety in the Muslim go-no zones. Because what do you call it? Muslim go-no zones? No. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, those exist. There's no Muslim no-go zones in America. Yeah, there are. No. Yeah, 100%. Look it up. What the fuck are you talking about? No. Is areas of the United States? Yes. Liar. No. What do you call it? The post office uses and shit. They don't go into some areas. A go- yeah, but a, a, a top secret Bro, government facility. No, it's not. Look it up on Google. Muslim go-no zones. It's very easy. To it's not going to be Area 51 because it's... It's not Area 51, but it exists in the United States. Are there Muslim... Guys, I'm typing Are there Muslim go... No-go or go-no zones? Are you... You know. <sighs> You're dyslexic. You just say reversal. Debunking maps of alleged Islamic no go zones. That's bullshit. I'll just do Wikipedia because that's far more credible than. Yeah, there's Ben Shapiro talking about it. Yeah, that's true. And when it says debunking, you know it's like. No go areas. It's yeah. a town barricaded off of civil. Authorities by force, such as parliamentary or an area, barred to certain individuals or groups. Okay, I'll Muslim. 10 minute 2016 Fox News focused on violence by Muslim immigrants within Sweden. Nah. Um, okay. You may have seen, like, someone make it, but it wasn't, like, a federally mandated. Oh, yeah, no, it can't be federally mandated because uh, the Constitution says separation of church church and state. So, oh, no, and you also can't discriminate for belief. So, because someone's Muslim, you can't not let them in an area. That's, like, seventh oh, grade. not them in the United States. Hmm? Muslim ban. 
Yo, that's why people said Trump was violating free speech. That was why you had... Well, that's why people said it. People are really liberal, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm going to play for you the Call Her Daddy uh, newest episode just so you could hear how they sounded. Because they Okay, then it's for the listeners. No, they actually they actually did a 180 very quickly. That's like a Chad voice. The heart of the one it on. Okay, listen. Hi, fathers. Here's a hack I used to use when my Fuck boyfriend you. wasn't answering me, but I had a hunch that he was out and ignoring me. If you go on Snapchat to mm-hmm. someone's Snapchat profile, okay. it will say their Snapchat score, which is based off of how many snaps you send. Right. When I wanted to see if he was being shady and ignoring me, I would look at his Snap score and check over and over to see if his Snap number was going up, meaning he's talking to other people and ignoring me. I caught my ex cheating on me using That's this when he was tip. supposed to be at work. And um, Okay, they, okay. I like how they started off and they sounded different. Answer is Roman. It is Alex and Sophia. It's call her daddy. You wiener holes, we're back at it again. So she said wiener hole, not bitch boy. Episode. Moment of silence. Look, Fuckers, this is last episode. This shit has got me rock. It's been a long run. It's been fun, but it's. I think they were over. doing. It's this been really fun, Sophia. I've got show. turned on. I've cried. I've laughed. I've gotten They're turned on. I've gotten turned on. I've gotten horny. <laughs> I've masturbated on you this can't tell exact that table right here. Oh, the memories. The memories. I saw it coming right to an end. I've learned a lot. Definitely. And I'm honestly going to miss you. We said it to you guys. Yeah. Listen up. Obviously, we're fucking kidding. Listen to this bullshit. So, Sophia and I were reading comments on the internet like we love to do, and there is a full-blown army of people... I can't even say it. Well, so okay, she, she keeps the, making uh, references to us and stops the, the second. Fred said, have you guys noticed the growing tension between Alex and Sophia? I've heard it the past few episodes, no, them making It's not about us, but doesn't it sound like... I don't know if they're referring they're to when like I call you a walking like, prostitute. Really I don't know if it's because I compared your hair to a broom. <laughs> I don't know if I say you have a cottage sheet. Yeah, they're, they're really stressed mm-hmm. out. I don't about know what it is. Why would they think we have tension? I don't know. Guys, one day the I'm fuck? the hot one, one oh. day she's the hot wait, one. Wait, wait, wait. There's a threat. In the thread, it says, mm-hmm. I think Alex is just getting so fed up because Sophia's clearly the hotter one and she just can't take it that she doesn't get enough attention. I mean, that's not a lie. That's not a fucking lie. Honestly, you guys don't understand what's like to live in Sophia's shadow. I have to fucking go out with her and it men literally push me. No, we go out to a bar and men actually I, shove me to the corner I and are like, use, we only want Sophia. I use Alex I as a stepping true. stool <laughs> to get where I need to go. <laughs> Dude, Sophia. we're not in a fight. This, this, is, this is the thing. The thing is, is people don't realize that Alex and I have a deep, deep history. Section. Yeah. And shit has gone down. She's not. And for us it's to so actually weird. be so upset with each what? other... What? It's kind of like so it, we've kind of yeah, almost they, been they through it the all. We've been through it all. Maybe one day we will talk about some of like the actual mm-hmm. real shit that yeah, we've been through. That's like that. hard times. Uh-huh. But when people say like the band is breaking up, the fathers are oh, done. We're not going oh, anywhere, oh, sweetheart. Bitch, we are married, and there's okay, no beep, option for sounds like they're they're bringing I'm things up because of our show. Am I the only one getting Trust me, I know Alex sometimes talks uh, over me. So what? So she what? talks a lot. I talk a lot. So do I. <laughs> but not guys, as much. Listen, all we can say is we confirm uh, is we I don't think we've ever been closer. 
Oh. It's like we're actually in a married like relationship, a but I was just saying like, to Sophia, this shit, we're going to ride this shit till the grave. We're going to be in the fucking You're nursing home, and we're going to be doing a granddaddy yeah. edition of Call Her Daddy. Like, they're, they're, they're saying, in our wheelchair. check yourself. Jerkins in the we're, nursing we're, home. I thought you were going to say yeah, jerking all the old Well, yeah, we're oh, the yeah. jerkins. Yeah, there you go. So, guys, don't worry, the daddies are still here. I don't fucking know where you guys think we have tension. Maybe it's sexual tension, and it's feeling a little tense. Oh, baby! Yeah. Don't worry. We take care of that. We're fine. The The Call Her Daddy podcast, the name really can throw some people off. I think they're saying name because Especially the older generation. This past weekend, Alex and I, we have these necklaces that say daddy. All right. Go check them out. Cool. All right. I'm glad you could wake up for the end. This has been a decently fun podcast. I think you're running out of steam. Well, I was able to save that person in the car <laughs> Thank you. That was pretty cool. That was awesome. Um, I wish these shows would last. <laughs> let's do a roast, because we have a couple minutes left. You're, Ryan, too reliant on others. Apartments, cars podcast you can never just do anything on your own you always need someone's help you're like a social loaf but you make it so much a part of your life that it's just how you operate (laughs) is that it You got all right, people. His response is he got here by himself. <laughs> that was pretty rock and roll, actually. I pay my bills. Do you? I go to court on time. Ha! <laughs> yeah, you do. He goes what to court on time. Hmm. What do you think I'm broke? I was under the impression that you didn't have like more than two hundred dollars to your name after credit card debts paid. Are you negative? Do you have negative net worth? So I guess oh, comes yeah. down to talk about. Fuck, I I asked if you had negative net worth. Are you going in debt? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <sighs> Not your dad. You're in debt. Yeah. The entity Ryan. Yeah. How much debt? Like sixteen hundred. That's not yeah, a lot. It's not a lot. Corona's never going to listen to our podcast, so I can freely say uh, his brother is a shitload of dead, and he told me not to tell anyone. So I'll talk to you when you hear this, bro. He's never going to listen. Like a he, lot? Yeah. Like 200? What? No, not 200,000. Oh, uh, how much? Lower. Oh, that's like, nothing. Like a tenth of that. Yeah. What? Oh, that's nothing. Oh, okay. What? I bugged then. It was no, it was a lot when I was like a broke college kid and told me that because it was on like Mercedes and bodybuilding competitions and uh, like mad food and car accidents. You know, you rack it up when you've no concept of money. Spend your money wisely, people. Now that Chipotle got on DoorDash, I've been spending a shitload of money, so I had to stop buying as many Fortnite characters. And now I order 
I just come home from work really depressed that I had to work so hard and I do DoorDash Chipotle because it's literally the only, that and uh, a cup of box wine and Vanderpump Rules. Stop watching Vanderpump. <laughs> Those are like the only things that get me through my weekdays. So I've just been ordering a lot of Chipotle DoorDash, but that's like my guilty pleasure. And it can only be capped. Even at DoorDash, I give a $3 tip with like the $7 service charges, delivery, and tax. It ends up being about $22. So it's like a guilty pleasure, the convenience. I really like not knowing if I'm going to get Chipotle or not. Then it's like 11 a.m., 11 p.m., and I'm just fucking starving, just getting it delivered. It's like, it's a nice thing to have. So that's what I do. Some people do a ton of drugs. Like, that's not good. Don't spend your money on that. Also, don't spend your money on stupid, really stupid stuff like a car you can't afford or Burberry or Louis. Or don't go on like a really expensive vacation. Like I would recommend hiking, um, friendly road trip. Uh, Hashtag don't be like you. Yeah, or like an Airbnb instead of having to go to Europe. You don't have to go to Greece or Italy's kind of cheap. You don't have to go yeah, you don't have to go to uh, the Riviera of France, Cannes. You don't have to like party at these insane destinations. Drop you don't have to see Salt Bay in Saudi Arabia. Like just go in Dubai. Go to like a hiking trip. You'll save like ten time factor of what you would have spent. We love you guys. That's why we say it. Some of you lose. Uh, all right. You just want to roast me quick so we can end this? I'm really ready to end this right now. Okay. Um, your new haircut makes you look like a fucking weird ball fucking testicle. Dude, like I fucking knew it. Like, it I would get, I would, I would get like maybe like 25% of the girls that pass me would give me looks. Now it's dropped to 5%. Yeah, you look like a testicle, motherfucker. Oh! Yeah, that's why girls have been ending me on site. I have like a really weird shaped head, and my neck is not only not doing me favors, but I need, I need a new face and a new neck. Yeah, well, I love when I was taking that girl on the first date, and you said only Gadsy could pull off what you're doing, and then you told, you told me I had to wear a watch so she didn't have to look at my face. The hard part was you were in a store with me and you were dead on serious that you couldn't hold in your laughter. You had to immediately start laughing just because you felt so bad about how bad it was going to go, which it actually went better than expected, but she still didn't want, even after hooking up with me and holding my hand. Girls on first dates are really weird in New York City, guys, so I don't condone what Mike of the Jake Paul podcast said, that he's never been on a bad first date. I think my entire podcast is... The opposite of that theorem. All right, so what's your suggestion for my head? Kill myself? Kill yourself. You heard it from here, folks. <laughs> Live long and prosper. Guys, we really... <laughs> we, we, re we really love our actual fans. I, I love, like, the legitimate people who gave us five stars or four stars... 
whatever, or even three, if, if they genuinely like what we're doing, then you guys fucking deserve more content. We're going to give it to you. And for the people who hate, all I can recommend is just do some deeper introspection. Because in my life, there are people who hate me. And there are people who put up with me. And the people who hate me are fake as fuck. And the people who put up with me end up being like pretty decent, good-hearted people. The choice is yours. Ryan, I think you have a catchphrase to say. Go beyond plus ultra. Thanks. And, and it was said there. Love yeah. you.